All right. This is the first episode of the USS Europa game. So uh, I want everyone to go around the table and introduce themselves real quick with the character you're playing, and then we'll get into everything right away. We'll start with the captain and work our way down in rank. Hello, my name is Brian. Uh, my pronouns are he, him. Uh, I will be playing uh, Captain Jorad Hage, the uh, Trill uh, male uh, captain of the USS Europa. Okay. Next. All right. Hello. I am Jack, uh, also known as Like Near or Like Near Levels on various places. Uh, I will be playing the executive officer, the first officer and head of security, Commander Orani Ambrose. Okay. Next. We'll go with the doctor next, I guess. Yeah. I'm Evelyn Corbin. I um, will be playing the Betazoid female doctor, Dasavi Stiari. Own <laughs> Pronounce your own name. Right. Okay. okay, I'm John, he, him, or Casado, and I am playing the science officer and Dorian female, Kasrianath, or Cas Shabaraneva. All right. I am your, your host and the game master. As uh, uh, I am Jeff Harvey, and uh, I guess I go by Studio Tembo on a lot of things, so you can find me there um, with the STA Engage and all that stuff. So, all right, with that out of the way, um, we'll get right to it. We're going to open the scene uh, in San Francisco at Starfleet Command. Um, and of course, my mouse stopped working. Um, where the captain has been waiting uh, patiently for... This is a really big picture, so hang on. Because, of course, I was totally prepped for all of this. <laughs> this is Admiral Jaro Aralani. Um, you have been waiting for him outside of his quarters, outside of his um, office for probably about 15 or 20 minutes. Um, the The scene is it's Starfleet Command Headquarters down on the planet. Um, there's a, a lot of hustle and bustle going on in the area. Um, uh, after a few minutes of, after a few additional minutes of waiting, Doc, uh, Admiral Arlani comes out and and um, apologizes for the delay. Says, Captain, I'm very sorry. Um well, all the ships that are getting ready for launch and a wave of new promotions, and now the Bajoran admittance to the Federation hitting, we're hitting some bumpy roads. Um, it's been pretty busy around here. Walk with me, Captain, and we can talk on the way. No apologies necessary, Admiral. I understand the Starfleet has a lot of irons in the fire. I'm just here to do my part. Oh, excellent. Uh, I know that um, Commander Maddox has been aboard the Europa, for the last several hours, well, days really, I know you've been part of the team building the, the Europa out, uh, but he wanted to go over some last minute checks and I think she's ready. I think uh, we're looking forward to her getting out into space and seeing what she can do. Excellent. Uh, I'm very excited to take command. Uh, I, I, I must say I'm rather thrilled at the idea of a sh running a ship that practically runs itself. Yes, the EVA system is definitely online and performing well. Uh, we're excited to see how it works, and you've got the most experience with the ship as far as command experience goes. You guys arrive at the turbo lift. Uh, it opens, and then step in and close um, as you're heading up. There's a lot going on, Captain. Um, the Expanse is a chance for Starfleet to really return to the brave exploration that built the Federation. Um, there is so much unknown about the region. The Seventh Fleet... Uh, 
wants to establish a real presence out there. And the Europa has been assigned to the 7th Fleet to help get things underway. But don't let that fool you. Uh, you'll be largely on your own out there, Captain. It's a huge expanse, and the bulk of the 7th Fleet is deployed the Romul along the Romulan and Klingon borders. With the Romulans pulling back from our alliance in the from the Dominion War, and the Klingons facing all the internal struggles with the fall of Chancellor Gowron, there's a lot for you to deal with out there. Hope you're I ready. Understand. Seventh Fleet will take care of the Romulans and the Klingons. We'll take care of everything else. Yeah. Uh, before we head out, head out to the head, before we head the Europa out into deep space, we want to make sure that we have a nice showing at Bajor. The Federation has, has agreed to admit Bajor, but there appears to be some resistance rising on the planet. Well, they haven't chosen a new Kai yet, and their first minister has been increasingly erratic. With Captain Sisko still missing, there's a lot falling apart out there. Uh, our Bajoran liaison, Kieran Arise, has been, has, has been excommunicated, for a better, lack of better terms. It sounds like things are turning into a mess, and uh, you'll be picking up your XO and a few others of your crew from DS9. He can fill you in more on anything that's going on out there, but uh, do what you can. But honestly, there's a lot of talk uh, that Bajor really isn't ready, and um, they might not be until their emissary returns. You're not going to have a lot of time out there, so... Don't uh, don't overreach. I understand. Uh, 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 in my experience, the planets that put up uh, that the planets that are le least sure about joining end up being the ones that stick around the longest. So uh, I I will do whatever I can to help uh, Bajor along the way. Yeah. Well, you'll have three days, regardless of however things turn out. Uh, we need the Europa headed for the Render Station. In route for the expanse, you'll in route for the expanse. You'll have a chance to complete any shakedown checks and get your footing. I understand. Uh, you get to a shuttlecraft, and it, you know, you uh, the shuttle loads up, and you guys begin heading out to the the star dock. Um, does anybody else have anything they want to do on another scene while they are flying to the shuttle? They're shuttle to the to the ship. Something on board state on on board ship. Uh -uh. I wouldn't mind vehicle. establishing that Kaz has been working with Maddox. Sure. Sure. You guys are in, um, let's say, the computer core area, dealing with uh, Maddox is going over some um, last-minute checks of the uh, of the EVA system. So nervous, kind of high-strung guy at the moment. A lot of a lot of tension on his on his face. Cass is pretty hyper, um, even though she's probably been up for a couple days at this point. <sighs> Commander, I wish we had more time with you. I mean, I'm, I, I'm probably going to be the resident expert on this system, and I am not ready to step into your shoes, I've got to say. Uh, the ship is ready. It's, the system is um, it's well tested. We've, um, we've run all the things, all, all the, the scans we can. I, I wish we had a little bit more time, but... I think she's ready. I'll just have to, I'll, I, I, I trust you completely. I, I agree. I wish we had more time, but I, if you think she's ready, she's ready. And I'll just make sure she stays together along the way. You'll have to be careful with the, um, the other holographic programs aboard ship. Um, Eva doesn't have an outlet. She's, she's only, um, She's resigned only to the computer systems, uh, but there has been 
um, some speculation uh, that um, a future version of this would be better suited as a, as a holographic projection. I may be able to send you some schematics and specs uh, on how to do that later. Um, but you do have some other holographic systems aboard ships, so um, um, you'll want to keep an eye on the, the separation between the two systems. Oh, yeah, especially with an EMH aboard. It would be kind of awkward if they started blending into each other. Though I do really like the idea of giving Eva a holographic interface. I think it might be a lot easier for most of the crew to get comfortable working with her as, as an intelligent system if, there were, you know, if they could put a face to her. But that would be a great project for underway. Starfleet didn't feel we were ready for it yet, but um, I completely agree with you. Uh, the, the positronic network that we have built aboard the, aboard the Europa is patterned after an extraordinary system, and I think uh, the potential is limitless. Oh, I, I, you, you know, sir, I fully agree with you there, and I'm, I'm excited to expand it once we get comfortable with the basics. Of course. Hand me the, uh, the, re, the, recap, the calibrator. Oh, of course, sir. Uh, back aboard the shuttle, uh, as you are arriving towards the, uh, the ship, you can see it in the, in the uh, out the viewports coming up into the star dock area. Um, the shiny brand new Luna class, um, uh, the ship takes the shuttle takes a a, a long lingering Star Trek uh, the motion picture pass uh, with entirely too long of a scene and the cuts are way too long. Um, as you arrive towards the shuttle bay at the back and and uh, and land uh, or are heading towards landing anyways. Uh, before I uh, before I let you go, Captain, um, do you have any final questions for for Starfleet? Um, I'm picking up uh, Dr. Maddox and taking him back down, so I won't be coming aboard. Captain. No? Uh, I did have one question regarding uh, the uh, possible... Have measures been taken in case we need to disengage the synapse system? Well, uh, my understanding from Dr. Maddox uh, and the engineering team is that there is a redundant backup system that is more of a traditional core. Um, you should, in theory, be able to disconnect EVA or the synapse EVA Mark I and um, operate fully on a, a standard core, but you would then have no backup core. So you would of be... Course. It would be considered a catastrophic failure of the Europa, and we'd return. You would need to return to Starbase. A measure of last resort, of course. Yes. It's uh, it's going to be an interesting experiment. Hoping your experience with the ship so far will prove beneficial. Um, here, uh, here's open. Um, as the shuttle arrives uh, in the space dock, the there's a lot of hustle and bustle going on on the space dock or on the um, shuttle bay. Uh, there's uh, several shuttles landing and taking off every few minutes. Um, there's a lot. Uh, when you arrive, the, then the door comes down. Um, Kaz and Dr. Maddox are in the shuttle bay. Uh, on the flight deck waiting for you. Um, so you are there with Dr. Maddox, the 
uh, Admiral and uh, Kaz, your, I believe, second officer. Hola, sir. Welcome aboard. Yes, good to see you. I mean, uh, Lieutenant. Uh, uh, oh, just go with Kaz, sir. The Andorian names, we understand. Well, uh, good to see you again. Uh, glad you uh, accepted the position. I wouldn't trade this for anything in the galaxy, sir. Uh, the chance to work with this technology and to work with Dr. Maddox, this is this is a dream come true. Well, oh, go ahead. Uh, so Maddox um, kind of nods and, and reaches out to shake your hand. Captain, take care of my ship. Well, I can I can make the promise for myself, but uh, we'll we'll just see how the galaxy treats her. Uh, I have a feeling uh, that uh, I have a feeling that she's uh, strong enough that uh, we won't have many problems. <sighs> Here's hoping. Maddox boards the ship, the shuttlecraft. Um, Admiral Admiral Arline looks looks at you uh, one last time, Captain. Well, Captain, the, uh, the Europa is yours. Hopefully you can get us back to where Starfleet's supposed to be. Good luck. Thanks, Admiral. I'm gonna, uh, I'll send you, uh, I'll let, I'll send you the report as soon as, uh, I'll send you the first report as soon as we reach Deep Space Nine. He just nods and and uh, heads back onto the shuttlecraft as the door begins to close behind him. Well, Cass, why don't you tell me? Uh, uh, why don't you just uh, why don't you tell me how the ship's been treating you so far? Uh, computer systems are ready to go. It'd be nice to have a little more time to test, but Commander Maddox is certain that we're as good as we're going to get without um, taking her out and seeing her out how she works. Uh, Stellar cartography is good to go. Astrophysics is good to go. Um, I've got the report on all the departments. We're a little understaffed. As you know, we'll be picking up some more people, but we're certainly ready for the trip out to Deep Space Nine on the science side, sir. Excellent. Uh, and you feel you have a, uh, a good idea about the uh, computer systems, enough that uh, you can manage things from here without Dr. Maddox? Yes, sir. Absolutely. Good. I'm expecting you to ride herd on that uh, computer. Uh, Starfleet has a history of letting things get a little ahead of themselves. I didn't want to express anything but the uh, most confidence in front of the Admiral, but uh, I need you to keep in mind that's on you. Absolutely, sir. Um, I know I'll be covering as first officer until we get to Deep Space Nine, but with your permission, I will be spending most of the time monitoring uh, the system during the shakedown. It sounds like a plan to me. I'm going to uh, I'm going to uh, review the crew dossiers one more time, uh, make sure that we have uh, uh, make sure I have a good idea of what uh, of who we're bringing aboard this beauty. Sounds like a plan, sir. Uh, let me know if there's anything that I can do to assist along the way. Otherwise, I'll be in the computer core. All right, let's uh, get at it. Yes, sir. Seems like okay. a good place to wrap up that scene. 
Yep. Anybody else have anything they want to do right now? Any other med bay scenes or science scenes or engineering? Uh, so I, I think uh, a more upbeat thing we could throw in here. Uh, well, let, let me ask you first. You mentioned shuttlecraft being the sounds like the main way of transporting people. Are, are people coming up and down using the transporter? Sure. Uh, then I would say we could have a very quick, doesn't even need to be played out all that long, uh, scene in one of the transporter rooms with Ensign Tong, sure. the, uh, the Ferengi, uh, male Ferengi uh, transporter officer, uh, transport operator. And uh, he, he is a very friendly person uh, and very, very outgoing. I would say every time he beams up a group of people, he would step out from behind the transporter and go up and shake everyone's hand. Hello, Ensign Tong, Ensign Tong, very nice to meet you. Hello, hello, Ensign Tong, welcome to the ship. Hello, hello, Ensign Tong. And then likewise, as everybody leaves, he, farewell, thank you for all your work. Uh, re remember, Ensign Tong, th thank you. Uh, I'll see you back in back on Earth. And, uh, and we'll, we'll just sort of wrap up there as an sure. exasperated group of uh, tech beam off the ship. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, one one group beams down, the next group beams up, and it starts all over again. Yep, yep. <laughs> uh, okay, I like that. Anybody else got anything? Uh, Dasavi at this point will be just kind of puttering around the med bay, unpacking crates and making sure everything is up to spec. Um, sure. Yeah. The bustling about. The sick bay is pretty busy right now. There's a lot of last minute packing of supplies and getting the crew settled in. Um, all the pre-launch physicals that the nurses and whatnot are, are, co are going through. Um, the counselor team report is reporting in. If anybody wants to, to have their, their counselors have an interaction here, it would be a good time. Um, the EMH is also milling about trying to get his final diagnostics and telling nurses angrily where to put things, even though he won't be online once the ship is going. But uh, Deafing will chime in. Can we turn this thing off a little bit sooner than scheduled? It's absolutely. Dasavi goes over a panel, shuts it down. <laughs> the, the 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 EMH goes to raise a finger to to uh, to protest, and then drops whatever he was whatever he was holding when he uh, <laughs> turned it back off. Okay, yeah, just quickly, Dominguez Vega is setting up his counseling suite, and it is not quite the usual you know pastel couches of the Enterprise. It's a game room. And he's got a chessboard out and um, a Calto set, a uh, couple other board games and some things that look like they're probably loaded on pads to play with. And sort of creating a really visually engaging space. Um, and probably muttering about the standard Starfleet bland that he's having to make go away as much as possible <laughs> all the olive drabs and and uh metal grays 80s pastels <laughs> yeah this ship would probably be a little bit newer than that so it's mostly the the, the yeah, movie the, era the, grays the, and movie era grays yeah yep. um okay uh <clears throat> the uh while you're in there one of the uh one of the Dock working crew members comes in and uh, has got a slight injury. Um, it looks like he's smashed his hand, and the nurses are tending to him fairly quickly. But uh, there's a lot of hustle and bustle going on around the around the room. If you've got anything else you want to do there, uh, Doc? 
not really um that needs to be played out she would mostly be just kind of directing traffic and making sure everything is going as it needs to be and okay um we'll jump down to engineering real quick um down engineering the uh, there's a lot of again more hustle and bustle going on down there um i believe Kostra would be down there most likely uh, but oh, there, no. the crew, uh, the the dockyard crew are finishing up you know, all their equipment and everything, um, packing things away, and and you've begun to get the warp engines online, doing the startup routine and that sort of stuff. Um, again, there's a lot of hustle and bustle going on. Uh, nothing quite as sensitive as a warp core going online to, to have everyone bouncing around. You know. Uh, Can I do a little vignette with uh, coaster? Sure. Uh, Kostra is a, a, a surly looking uh, middle-aged man uh, with a bandana on his head um, that's typical of uh, troglites. Um, and uh, he's uh, talking to the techs and he's like ushering them out of the engineering room, the ones who aren't supposed to be here for the ship. And he's like, go on, go on, get off the ship. Uh, don't let the shuttle bay door hit your ass on the way out. <laughs> okay. Um, one of the ensigns comes up and, and gives you a report, tells you that the engines will be online in about 15 to 20 minutes. Uh, I think we can cut that down to 10, don't you? Um, yes, sir. Yes, I'm right. sure. And they dart off back down the hallway, uh, moving slightly faster than they normally would. Um, <coughs> I do actually, all I want to do. yeah. Um, I want to see if I have something real quick. Uh, I do have, here we go. For those of you who don't know what it looks like, this is what our main engineering will be. I do not know who to give credit for, for this image. So whoever I got this image from, thank you. Um, so anyone else have anything they want to do or will, should we jump to the bridge? Yep. Or I suppose we can yep. jump to DS9. Um, let's go to the bridge. Um, on the bridge, you are, again, a lot of the hustle and bustle, although it is much calmer than it was in engineering. Um, here is, for those of you who want to see it, our main bridge, as chosen by your captain. So if you don't like it, blame him. <laughs> um, on the bridge, there are a number of... Uh, just ancillary officers who are prepping things and a lot of talking about the traffic around Starbase. Uh, the comms officer is uh, the common flight flight operations officers are, are doing their thing, uh, making sure that everyone is where they need to be and and um, talking as they need to. Uh, was Lucius boardship? I think he was. Right? I would think he would be. Yeah. Yeah. So he'd probably be on the bridge right now. Yeah. Um, as the captain would be coming on board with uh, with Koss, although that's uh... captain on the bridge. Oh, none of that. Uh, we've got work to do. We're not uh, jumping up and like like trained Korath hounds. Uh, yes, sir. Uh, uh, Ensign Falks. Falks, sir. Uh, yes. I remember you. Um, I remember your file. Very interesting. You don't. You don't see many uh, Magna Romans uh, in Starfleet. No, there aren't a lot of us. There've been a few, but um, it's a big galaxy. I want to see all of it. Well, uh, I think uh, I think the Europa will be happy to oblige. 
Looking forward to it, sir. Well, uh, is the warp core ready? Are the impulse engines uh, ready to get take us from the station? Engineering is reporting 10 more minutes, sir. Oh, I think they can get that down to five. Why don't you go ahead and message them and see what they can do? Yes, sir. And he'll call them up and... Uh, Captain wants five minutes. Costra curses loudly through the speakerphone, but not quite loud enough for the captain to hear. Um, <laughs> but he'll, he'll make it happen. Um, and and uh, I think uh, uh, Jored is going to just soak in the sounds of the bridge for a moment, trying to attune himself to like the vibe of the ship. Sure. Uh, yeah, he's just going to He's um, going to bring up the personnel files, give one last uh, uh, perusal just to make sure uh, he, he's familiar with uh, the people who he definitely needs to be familiar with. He's going to uh, bring up Orani uh, Ambrose's file one more time, and uh, he gets like a, a pensive look on his face and scratches his chin before closing the file again. Okay. Yeah. Um. Several minutes pass, and uh, we uh, the, you get a report back to the bridge that the, uh, the engines are online, and it's only took about six and a half, seven minutes. So you got almost your time that you wanted. Um, but uh, impulse and warp engines are now online. You can take her out. Uh, Mr. Fox, make it happen. Yes, sir. All right. I had thrusters. I am going to run the credit roll real quick, so stand by. All right. get that message that somebody just sent me um when we come back to the uh yeah it's okay we we might not heard it but uh, it, it went through um when we come back we come back to uh commander aralani on d space nine who is uh talking with uh one of the other crew that i sent there who i can't remember who all i sent there um, oh yeah, uh, one of my folks is on there. Yeah, I think my Fiona Mills, Lieutenant yeah, Major Grade, Ensign yeah. Isabeth. I can't pronounce the last name. Uh, Senior Chief Petty Officer Mayor and and Commander Ariani or Arani Arani. Yeah. It's like Oren with an I after. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah I, uh, I kept saying Aralani before, so I'm mm -hmm. trying to trying not to say that now. So 
really, if I have my choice, I would probably be spending time with Dr. Marr, seeing as we serve with each other, and we probably have a pretty good rapport. Sure. Uh, where do you want to be starting out? Do you want to be in Quarks or Promenade or? Uh, yeah, we're we're on we're probably on the Promenade near that little uh, uh, food dispenser cafe thing they like to go to. The Replimat. The Replimat. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Have it. It's um the the promenade is a busy place. Um, there's a lot of Bajorans on station, and there's a a definite feel of tension uh, aboard ship. The Defiant is gone. Um, the uh, the the Starfleet personnel aboard ship have or aboard station have been running tents for at least two weeks. Um, the pretty much the time you guys have been here. Um, and there's been a lot of talk coming from the planet of uh, of the talks that the, that the negotiations breaking down, and that Starfleet doesn't have a real need to be here, sort of thing. So that's a little backdrop for you to to, to go with. Mars walking along, looking very calm and unthreatening, but his eyes are definitely tracking everybody, just doing sort of semi-conscious threat assessment of, of the tension level on the station. Sure. Uh, yeah, I'm probably a, a stark contrast to that. I'm walking arms behind my back, uh, straight to attention, very clearly looking around at everything that is going on, projecting an air of, you, you, I, am, I am security. I might not be officially security here, but I can handle any problems that come up. And we're probably having a very basic conversation uh, as we're walking along, uh, sort of going back and forth very quietly um, about the last couple weeks uh, that we've spent here and how, uh, after everything we've done in the Dominion War, everything around there, everything we've done for Bajor, that... Uh, DS9 is sort of in DS9 and, and Starfleet here are sort of in a sad state of affairs. Sure. It is challenging to leave feeling like the mission is not entirely completed, but I must say I will look forward to serving under circumstances where our crewmates are likely to be safer. I would disagree with that. Even in the war, we knew who our enemy was. We're going out in completely uncharted territory. That's how the Borg were met. That's how the Dominion was met. We don't know what's out there. That's how your people met mine, sir. That is true. It's, uh, space is full of wonder, both good and bad. I like to be prepared for the latter. Our, our well, you make a good point. Our background prepares us well, but it should not blind us to opportunity and to the possibility of better times. It looks around, unlikely as it may seem here and now. About that time, there's a, a scuffle behind you from maybe 45 yards or so. Um, it sounds like there is uh, some shouting and then some pushing and it's uh, something gets knocked over. Yeah, I would immediately spin on my heel. Uh, would I be part of the DS9 security team? Am I armed or am I just waiting around? Uh, you're probably on detachment, de detached to duty. So you you may 
be serving with a phaser, yes. Okay. So yeah, I, I would spin on my heel and not not in a run, but in a in a, in a quick walk, head over in that direction. My hand very clearly on my uh, my phaser hip. Okay. There, uh, when you get around the corner a little ways, you can see that there are two Bajorans who are pushing, uh, who have pushed down and are are throwing things at two Starfleet enlisted personnel. Um, who are trying to get to their feet, and and as they try to get up, they're they're either pushed back down or pelted with something. Uh, yeah. Assuming I'm not, uh, assuming they don't turn immediately to meet me, I'm just going to walk up behind them, grab both of them by the back of their collar, and just pull them backwards, pull them off, throw them off. Break okay. it up here! With what is going on? One of the enlisted- Mark will be standing like one pace behind you, not on the side opposite your face or hand, mm-hmm. and we'll just take them from you and start pushing them aside. You guys, calm, calm down, officers. What's going on here, uh, Commander? Um, uh, just a dis- just a just a, a misunderstanding, a, a, a mild disagreement. Um, these um, these Bajorans, uh, they they had some things to say. Uh, and uh, there was some exception taken. It, it was our fault, Commander. I look back at the Bajorans. Uh, they have a, a distinctive look of loathing on their faces, um, but uh, they don't seem to say much. They kind of just kind of shy their eyes away from from everyone. Uh, the, the two officers or the two enlisted personnel are covered in food and detritus. Uh, whereas the two, uh, the Majorans are, are, um, pretty pristine. I'll, uh, I'll turn back to the, the Starfleet people and sort of pat one of them on the shoulder. Commend you for your diplomacy. Get yourself cleaned up. Yeah. You, uh, I hope this situation is resolved. Apparently no offense was taken. I hope, uh, we don't have any continued problems. So long as Bajor is free, there'll be no problems. Good day, Commander. And they uh, storm off. The The two enlisted personnel uh, kind of watch them go and look at you and look at each other and then begin heading towards somewhere that has a sonic shower. I, I uh, turn back to Dr. Marr. I didn't get a synthetic lung shoved in my chest for this. It is difficult. It is much more difficult to end wars than to begin them, as you know, sir. This may likely take some time. Um, which we can head back over to the ship. Um, you have left space, Doc, uh, and all your primary checks are underway and have have successfully completed uh, those. The easy ones have successfully completed. Um, what you want to do? Take her to warp? Uh, yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah. Fox definitely wants to. He's, he's had his hand <laughs> on that throttle. Right. Like, are we clear yet? Are we clear yet? You, uh, you give the order and she heads into warp and all seems well. Um, you are in route to Bajor where you will be picking up your, your team. Um, in route, does anybody have anything they want to do? Uh, any other conversations they want to have or characters they'd like to introduce? 
Um, I do think I would like to uh, speak with the doctor as the captain. Sure. You going on a sick bay or do you want to call them up to the bridge? Uh, yep, sick bay. You know, I don't, I don't see any reason to call her to the bridge. Sure. So he'll come down and he'll uh, uh, open the door and. Uh, uh, She's standing, looking over a crate, kind of with a manifest in one hand, kind of frustrated. You, uh, you look like you, um, you look like you did that time back on the cab where uh, you received that subpar rating. Well, this time I've received subpar numbers of hyposprays. We're about 14 well, short. Well, uh, I, then definitely, that's definitely something worth marking with the quartermaster, and we can get, um, I'm sure we can borrow some from Deep Space Nine. I'm certain, and hope, you know, in theory, we shouldn't need them right off anyhow, but you know how, work, how well things work in theory. Look, we may not have that much crew, but that's just all the more important. We need everybody in tip-top shape. True that. What brings you down to the med bay, Jordan? Jorad. Just uh, just giving a, giving an informal inspection, if you will. Uh, seeing how everyone's settling in. How, Fairly how's well. Your, how's your team looking? Good so far. I really have picked the cream of the crop. I can't say I have any complaints. Good, good. Well, uh, I'm sure you've got it handled. I have every confidence in your uh, capabilities. So thank you. Uh, if you find any more uh, stores that are low, definitely note it, and we'll we'll make it. Ha we'll take what we need from Deep Space Nine by hook or by crook. I'm certain that will definitely help Tessians. <laughs> you know, uh, sometimes all the, sometimes the thing that is needed in an intense negotiation is a shared enemy. You need finger guns. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, that's all I had for that scene. Okay. Um, as the captain leaves, the... Uh, a couple of the nurses come up to you with some more things they have that they they want to get done and and um there's a slight a slight chirping sound from a, a panel to your left that is the emh activation request um which i assume you probably ignore <laughs> she's gonna look at it rolls her eyes a little bit hits the button what do you want what's your rank lieutenant uh yeah lieutenant commander Gotcha. Lieutenant Commander, I have not yet finished my evaluations and my stock protocols. I must ensure that all stock is where it should be. How am I supposed well, to operate when you're dead if I can't know where everything is? Well, I don't plan on being dead. But you could I suppose you could start by telling me where the rest of my hyposprays are and hand them the manifest. Mm. He starts looking it over. <sighs> I suspect the quartermaster probably has them. You'd want to check with him. I definitely need an EMH to tell me that. Well, someone thought I was going to be useful here. I have no doubt you will be useful in certain circumstances. 
but are you going to let me out? There are. I don't suppose you'll leave me alone if I don't. Not for very long. Fine. Go about your business. Just do it quietly. Doctor materializes, nods his head, and then uh, goes off to do whatever he has to do to complete his uh, his pre-flight checks. That are now post-flight checks. Anyone else got anything they want to do? Board ship? Um, I'll send one of the the lower-ranking med staff down to the quartermaster to ask after our missing supplies. Sure. Um, that could that could be Duffy. Sure. Yeah, that works. Let's do that. Uh, all those sirens. Um, so Daphine uh, heads down to the quartermaster's office, um, where I suspect you probably don't find a quartermaster standing there immediately. Although, uh, as you walk in the door, one would begin to materialize. Uh, Daphine is immediately startled by the materialization, and uh, she'll go. Is is everybody on this crew holograms? I don't understand this. Only Who the most you? important of us. I'm the SSH. What do you need? Uh, a little less lip would be nice. I believe my lips have been pre-programmed to be appropriate to the normal design of this species. Uh, I, I suppose that's true for humans, I guess. What can I do for oh. you, nurse? Well, uh, we're looking for some missing hyperspray, hy- hydrosprays. Do you know where we can find them? Uh, I suppose the SSH will go over to his computer terminal and see if there's any problem. It appears that the the manifest shows the correct number of hyposprays were distributed to uh, sick bay, but you do have additional in storage. Okay. Largely, the ones you have left over are usually used for or reserved for uh, away missions. Okay. Uh, I assume all of these extra supplies would be kept in a cargo bay, not necessarily at this office. Correct. So I will, uh, or the the SSH, uh, which I I should say looks. Oh, I have a picture of that. Yeah, you do have a picture. Very similar to the doctor, but a bit more broad. Uh, yeah, I, I would say uh, the SSH picks up a, a data pad, you know, quickly taps his fingers all over the place and hands it over. Uh, here is where you will find that extra equipment. Uh, please do a better job of not losing things. I swear, if every hologram, I, 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 I'm going to find you, whatever is making all these holograms and turn it off so hard but thank you. She's going to walk off with the hyperspace. Have a good day, Lieutenant. Does anyone else have anything else they want to pick up uh, before we jump into some other stuff? Not I. I. I would like to do something on Deep Space Nine, but if we're not ready to go back there. Sure, we can go right back there right now. Okay. So uh, this would be Elizabeth. Uh, yeah, Yesbeth. Um Yeah. Uh, she is on in Quark's bar, 
sitting at the bar and um, she is currently sitting quietly as Morn is talking her ear off and she's too uh, timid to uh, end the conversation. Um, I cannot in good conscience be Morn's voice. <laughs> no, no, I, we should absolutely not have Morn's voice. I'm just describing what's happening. Right. <laughs> if you're good with it, um, Mills will actually also be off duty in the bar. Um, whether you want her to interact with you or not is up to you. I would love her to interact with me. I don't think I have a picture for Mills yet. No, I don't think she has one. I only did a picture for Dasavi. Gotcha. Um, so can keep going, Brian. I'll I'll step in when appropriate. Yeah, that's wow. Seri- okay. And so you you can tell she's obviously like annoyed and distressed and, and completely unable to end this conversation. So seeing seeing your distress, she'll kind of she'll come over. Um, hey. Uh, I wanted to talk to you about that thing that we talked about in briefing this morning. The the thing? Yeah. yeah. Oh, the, Do you remember? The thing. The yeah, thing. let's. The thing. Yeah, we probably Sorry. should take that over, over to my table a little more private. Yeah. Oh, okay. And so as soon as they're away, oh my God, I didn't know somebody could talk so much in their lives. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't seem to be very very hip to social cues either you'd think you think you would have noticed a while ago that you weren't all that into it i don't know i guess some people just like to hear themselves talk i guess uh, uh i'm yes but i'm i mean ensign chierka uh lieutenant mills nice to meet fiona. you fiona you're serving aboard the europa right I am. I am. I'm very excited. Me too. Wonderful. What do you think of all this? Uh, the station? It's very this... dark. Yeah. Would, very dark. You would think by now they would have like put some decorations on the wall or something to cheer up the place. Looks like a Cardassian prison. Yeah, Starfleet's a little slow to making any changes, regardless of of the importance of the change. I suppose I'm certain in you know 20 more years they'll they'll finally get a, the requisition cross approved and you know get some extra lights, maybe a few Christmas trees. Oh, what? <laughs> Christmas trees. I don't know what your... Uh, is that a human thing? Uh, yes, it's an older thing. They're, they celebrate this... Um, the birth of one of the saviors of their major religions every year in December by cutting down a pine tree and decorating it with shiny baubles. That seems like a very silly tradition. Yeah, I mean, <sighs> you know, I, I know I'm supposed to be Starfleet and open to new ideas, but I don't know. <laughs> that just seems weird. 
it's fun. It is, it is a bit odd, uh, but they used to get together and sing, sing songs and open presents. Oh, well, we do that kind of stuff on trail. You should have said, you should have opened with that rather than the tree that <laughs> one of the Frankie bartenders comes over and, and, uh, looks at the two of you. Uh, have you anything to drink? Uh, yeah. Uh, do you have any trail drinks? I would go. I would absolutely love a uh, Cerebus Smasher. Cerebus Smasher. Okay. How about you, human? Human. Um, bring me. Bring me something unique. Something you. Uh, he um uh, he grumbles a little bit and heads off to the uh, to the to the bar. Wow. I like to make you're, him work for the Latinum. <laughs> you're the one here. I think he's going to be working. Uh, you know, he's going to bring back some uh, Klingon blood wine or something like that. Hey. You are you are one brave chick, if you don't mind me saying. It's probably one of the last, my last hurrah, as it were, before we get on the ship and we're all business. I plan to enjoy it. Is this your first time serving on a ship? It is. Um, I've been stationed here for the last last few years. In Deep Space Nine. Yep. Oh, okay. Yeah, this is this is my this is this will be my first posting ever. I came here from. Oh, Trump. really? Oh, mm-hmm. nice. Well, we should. Uh, we I. I, I Thank you again for getting me away from that talker. Uh, I hope you You're don't very welcome anytime. The bartender comes back over and sets down the drinks and hits you the the sends Isabeth the, the drink she wanted and sets down a, a wriggling mass of color and wrigglingness uh, in front of uh, uh, Fiona. There you go. A Lego sunset. Have fun. And then one <laughs> walks off. <laughs> Smiles and nods at him. Uh. Yeah, it's about right. gives an awkward uh, kind of grimace. That seems Picks like a good one place of the to wriggling things. Yeah. <laughs> wriggling things. <laughs> um, right. Anybody else have anything they want to do real quick? Okay. Um, Commander Ambrose, uh, you are on DS9, DS9 still, obviously. Um, you were called to the new head of security or the new acting Federation chief of security um, to, the, uh, to, to the security office to speak with them. Okay. It's a tall man, um, sort of uh, Eddington's haircut, you know. Um, Slender, well-built, uh, slender frame, but well-toned. Um, he is a lieutenant commander, um, Starfleet. Uh, commander Ambrose, uh, I hear there was some kind of incident on the promenade earlier, uh, and you were a witness to it. Can you tell me what happened? Just another one of the scuffles we've been having. Yeah. These... Um, these Bajorans are getting a little out of hand. 
It's an awful lot of fighting on their behalf to uh, be treated like this now. I would agree. He sits down behind We are here for... Okay. We are here for their benefit. That's true. He sits down behind his desk and and, uh, throws a couple of pads uh, around on the desk and uh, finally hands one over to you. What do you know about... Shikar Idan. Only what's been on the net recently. Um, heading around Federation, getting the lay of the land, apparently making a stink out of it. Yeah. His goodwill to her has turned into something of a not particularly great will. Yeah. If what I understand correctly, he's. He was previously uh, rather amiable to this whole situation. He was. I wonder what flipped. I don't know. But we may have an opportunity to find out. Uh, Well, I'm sure I don't have to be the only one to say I am curious and quite alarmed by drastic personality changes. Agreed. Shakar, First Minister Shakar, that is, is coming aboard station in a few hours. Uh, The Second Minister will also be here. I take it we're using the same security procedures we've had in place for the last year? Of course, of course. Uh, Don't need another shifter on our hands. Right. Uh, the uh, My security team is investigating a few leads that we have, but you're not part of my security team, and while you are a vetted commander of Starfleet, you may have some latitude that my team won't have. I'd like you and anyone you can accommodate, anyone that can, anyone you can, uh, you can get a hold of to look into if you can find any information about Shakar's behavior. Obviously, within the bounds of Starfleet Protocol. Well, uh, I feel like my job will be, I feel like my skills will be most useful once he is on station. Of course. Until then, we have intelligence officers for intelligence gathering. Yes, of course. But once he and Wadim, Second Minister Wadim, are aboard station, um, my team's my team is well known. If you can hear anything or see anything, or I can give you some information that my my teams have as well. But uh, just any additional pairs of eyes would be nice. So you would like me to see to their uh, feeling of hospitality here at the station. Yeah, he, uh, he sits back a little bit and smiles really big. I like that. Hospitality. Absolutely. I think I can make that happen. Uh, the colonel's not aboard station, and... Uh, yes, I think that would work out quite well. I will show him the best Starfleet courtesy. Excellent. I appreciate anything you can do for us, Commander. I, I hate to put you in this position. That's he just kind of nods and goes back to reading his uh, data pads. I'll exit there, and uh, let's see. I don't think we've really established that uh, Ambrose has too many connections with any of the other. Uh, for instance, uh, Mills, I don't know if we've established if he knows 
Lieutenant Mills, a security officer, or Koba. Uh, but he does know Jisa. Right. You would probably know of them if you don't know them mm-hmm. particularly. You would okay. probably know Mills because either when you got aboard or when she got aboard, whichever happened second, um, she would have sought you. As soon as she knew you were you were on DS9, she would have sought you out and very enthusiastically introduced herself. Okay. Yes, but would not have, but, you know, she's with mm-hmm. her herself. Yeah. And you, uh, you probably know Mar has a way of getting into places, too. So yeah, honest. yeah. No, my my first instinct would be to to tap my badge and call Doctor Mar. Doctor Mar. Uh, yes, this is Commander Ambrose. Uh, I know we just finished our previous conversation, but it seems we have an unofficial diplomatic assignment uh, that I could use your help with. Absolutely, sir. Um, where shall I meet you? Well, we never did get those Ractaginos. I will head back to the Replomat. Very well, sir. I'm on my way. So I we'll, mis- uh, just misgendered my own character. They use they, them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's right. It takes a look at to. Yeah, I'll endeavor to remember that. Do, on the form that we have, do we have any of that information? I um, think yes. Brian added something to that, didn't you? Uh, uh, and as the gender marker for non-binary. Yeah. Mm. Okay. If there's cool. something that you think is more accurate. Feel free. It is. Yeah, it, it is on the spreadsheet. Okay, cool. Yep, I do see it. Okay, good. Okay, moving on. Uh, you guys end up at the uh, replomat. Um, Mar is already there when uh, Ambrose arrives. Well, Mar, uh, seems we get to play a bit of an ambassadorial role for a change. Uh, oh, with the Bajoran delegation? Yes, uh, Shakar and the Second Minister, they'll be arriving shortly where to make sure that they feel welcomed and uh, see if we can address any of their needs. Would I be correct in assuming the Starfleet has an additional agenda? From what I understand, Starfleet simply wants to make sure that uh, we're all on the same page. Mm-hmm. We That we can come to an understanding and that neither of us are misrepresenting ourselves. Are there psychological or physiological concerns about the delegation? Well, just like I was telling the security chief here, I am always concerned about drastic personality shifts. This guy was all for Starfleet a year ago or so. He leaves Bajor for a couple months and comes back radically different. We've seen that before. Indeed we have, sir. Um might I suggest um, inoculations against a precautionary inoculations against a sudden outbreak of Virgilian bird fever might be a means to run a cursory examination, at least of the of the of the team. I did hear actually a recent Rigelian transport had a had a case. 
I think that would certainly be prudent. Uh, the first and second minister's health is our utmost priority. Of course, sir. I, I will. I will see to that in the, in the interest of prudence and good relations. Uh, I trust your excellent bedside manner will put any of his concerns at ease. Let me just give a slight bow. Okay. Um, anyone else have any scenes they want to run off real quick? Back on the ship or with the other characters? Not a lot. Not a lot of life aboard ship right now. Um, the uh, Europa is at warp. It's humming along nicely. Um, all of the final checks and um, diagnostics are being completed. Uh, lots of information coming into you on the bridge, Captain, but it's all you know, really mundane. Um, you know, sensors are online and working at 98% efficiency. Uh, warp engines are online and working at 97% efficiency. We're working on it. We're working on it. Um, security teams are in place, all that kind of stuff. Um, you are a little ways out from DS9 still, um, probably um, uh, uh, an appropriate amount of time away from DS9. <laughs> um, do you have anything you want to, anything you want the ship to do before it arrives? I, I, you know, I wouldn't mind seeing a scene with Jorad, uh, Cass, and the ship's computer. Sure. Like introducing ourselves to the ship's computer. Sure. Um, you can either do it on the bridge or you can head down to the computer lab or anywhere else you want to go. Computer lab seems good. Uh, I want to get, I, I, uh, Jorad's trying to get the measure of the computer. Uh, sure. So, um, uh, when we're down there, uh, he will, he'll say, uh, uh, Lieutenant, uh, Sherbanella, if you could please, uh, uh, bring up the Eva's, uh, matrix. Absolutely, sir. This is the library access, which is probably the best place to do it right now. Sure. Perfect. Um, when it comes up, there is a uh, um, a sigil, or a little, a little uh, marker, which I don't have one yet. I'm still working on that. Um, that says Synapse Eva Mark One, uh, and then it comes up with a little, uh, uh, you know, the little Elkar's blinking dot, uh, and um, there is a voice. Good morning, Captain. May I be of service? Good morning, Eva. I just wanted to get acquainted uh, with you. I know you had a uh, hard reset before uh, we departed. Um, so you may not remember me, but we've met before. I have been informed of our meetings, but I do not recall them. It is That's good to okay. meet you again, Captain. It's good to meet you as well. I am hoping we can... Uh, uh, I think first impressions are important, and I'm always glad to have second first impressions. Oh, I hope I can make a good second first impression. You're already succeeding. Uh, now, uh, have you spoken uh, with uh, uh, Lieutenant Sherbanella? I am not familiar. Greetings, Lieutenant. Hello, Eva. We spoke before you were rebooted extensively. I'm glad to meet you again. I am sorry I do not recall our interactions. I hope to make friends again. 
I'm sure you will. We will be, we'll be speaking extensively through the voyage. Excellent. I look forward to our interactions. Can you give us a report on ship systems? Stand by. All ship systems are currently operating within, within parameters. There is a slight variance in the left nacelle's uh, warp matrix. However, I believe that engineering is already working on it. Excellent. Not Nothing we couldn't get from the ship's computer already. Uh, but, uh, Eva, I have a question. Do you have any suggestions on how we may improve uh, ship efficiency? There are a number of ways I believe that we could improve efficiency. If you would like, I will create a document and send it to your, your uh, terminal. That's okay. Send it to Lieutenant uh, Sher uh, uh, Sherbanewa, and uh, I, I, I'll speak with her regarding it. Uh, but I appreciate you uh, taking the, taking the uh, effort, putting forward the effort to do so. I am simply excited to be a member of this crew. Thank you, Captain. No problem. I'm, uh, I have no doubt you'll become a valued member of this crew. There's uh, no reply. <laughs> Perfect. Cass, uh, uh, can you please disable, uh, uh, can you please disengage uh, Eva so we can speak privately? Absolutely, sir. Done. We're secure. So what do you think so far? Uh, so far, she's performing better than expected. Um, some of the complications that uh, the commander had suggested I keep an eye out on have, haven't shown up. Um, I wanted to leave it to you to make, as it were, first contact with her. And with this out of the way, I will start working with her extensively through the verbal interface. Um, get some bearings on her level of self-awareness and engagement and control of her ship systems and uh, chart out a potential for growth. But so far, sir, better than expected. Perfect. Good. Uh, tell you what, can you do me a favor? When you write up the reports on, uh, on her, could you do it on old-fashioned paper? I think that's an entirely reasonable precaution, sir. Absolutely. Excellent. Well, I'll leave you to it. Thank you, sir. Thank you for coming down. Okay. Uh, anyone else have anything on board ship they want to do or anyone or we want to jump back to DS9? No, I'm good. Okay. Um, back on DS9, uh, there is uh, uh, some commotion, quite a bit of commotion going on as we are approaching the time when uh, Shakar and uh, the second minister uh, Wadin are going to arrive aboard station. Um, the the Bajorans themselves are extremely excited. Um, there's a lot of uh, that. It's that uh, that that atmosphere you get when there's a, a well respected politician coming into town, which I know is a rare thing, but mm -hmm. um, there's a lot of movement uh, around the, the shuttle bay areas, or the, the docking ring areas, I mean. Um, uh, is anyone going to meet Shakar and Orwadin when they arrive, or are you going to just kind of wait for that to pass and encounter them a little later? I think Mar would try to intercept the delegation right off, um, like be sort of in the background of whoever from the station is handling the meeting and then just kind of slide forward and express their medical concerns. 
Sure. And uh, Ambrose would would be greeting them at at the airlock, full uh, dress uniform, as is standard for arriving diplomats. Okay. The uh, um, I'm trying to think of something. Um, when the the shuttle the, the the big round door rolls away, and it is uh, you know Shakar and Wadin are standing there. Uh, Shakar has the big smile on his face that you would normally have expected from uh, anyone who had known Shakar, which I don't, I doubt none, any of you really know. Um, Shakar Idan, for those of you who do not know, is this gentleman here. And As- uh, Asaram Wadin, we will use this lady here, whose name I cannot remember. But I believe she's from the Expanse, so. Um, anyway, uh, uh, the uh, the first officer and some of the obviously not senior staff of DS9, as the senior staff is apparently not aboard, um, are here meeting with uh, Shakar and, and Wadin as they arrive. Um, the delegate from the uh, um, Promenade Association is also there, which is uh, Quark. Um, and then Ambrose, you are there as a as a an unofficial capacity that is officially now a capacity um, they all do the greetings and that and, and shikar uh, nods to everyone and and they begin walking um if you have anything you want to they, they do their official greetings and and it's all very pleasant and and official um and wadin uh shikar looks then to wadin and, and tells him that tells wadin that uh i um uh, i'm not feeling particularly well i'm gonna head to my quarters if you don't mind uh taking over Remember what we discussed. And Wadin just has an exasperated look on her face and um, quickly st- stamps it back down before uh, nodding. And Shikar and his small delegation head uh, one direction towards the uh, habitat ring, while uh, Wadin and the rest of the delegation begins heading towards uh, well, probably wherever. So Mar will try to intercept him. If which, at all possible. Which one? Good. good. Uh, Shikar. Okay. Not, uh, not Wadin, the one that wasn't feeling well? No. I, I thought I get that backwards. Shikar yeah. is the one not feeling well. So he's okay, I got that backwards. Cool. And so they would just kind of slide around in front of him and, and raise a hand very non-threateningly and say, uh, Sir, I'm Dr. Marr. Um, there, we have some concerns about an outbreak of Rogelian bird flu on the station. I understand you had mentioned you were not feeling well. I uh, protocol suggests we run a few scans just to ensure your health and then inoculate you against the against the fever. If you'll please come with me. He just kind of raises his hand in, in like a, a stop gesture. Uh, I, I just got aboard station. There's very little chance I've caught your bird flu. I just want to go to my quarters and sleep. Is that all right? Uh, you can... Oh, you, Sir, you do have the authority to override medical protocols, but in the interest of station safety and your own safety, sir, which is of paramount concern, I do suggest just a moment for a quick scan and inoculation. Uh, give me a uh, command and presence roll. If you want to roll dice, since you don't have a character for this one yet, just you can just pick up the two the d20s down at the bottom. Okay. Um, and if you click and hold it with your right click, I'm sorry, left click holds it. Yeah. And then right click will create a second die. Right click will create a second die. 
See, I'm holding oh. two right there. There we go. And then okay. you just just throw them onto the tablet there. There we go. The ten and eleven, but the ten disappeared. Okay, it appears to have not actually done what I wanted it to do. All right, ten and eleven. We'll go with that for now. Okay. Um, the other the eleven will disappear too. But uh, so does uh, on your secondary sheet, yeah, which I assume you have. Yes. Uh, uh, please stand by and play up medical uh, Mars. So that was a command and presence roll. Or I would also take command in medicine since you're trying to do a, a, a bedside manner sort of deal. Um, let's see. Mars presence is seven and medicine is four. They do have focuses in, they have a focus in composure. Right. Sorry. So that would have been, yeah, you're right. So presence in medicine with a composure. Sure. Um, okay. Yeah. I'll take that. Why not? So does that succeed? I assume. Yes. All right. Two successes. Two successes. All right. So that will generate one momentum. Get you some of that going right here. Um, Shikar just kind of shakes his head and like closes his eyes a little bit and fine doctor uh, lead the way well I mean I know where it is but let's go um, I assume you're going to sick bay yeah okay um, Dr. Bashir is not aboard um, <clears throat> as he is with the defiant wherever it is yep. um, but the medical staff in there doctor can we do something for you um just seeing to the first minister's health, a quick scan and inoculation. Nothing, nothing you need to be concerned about. Of course, uh, he kind of waves to the to the sick bay and then heads off to do something that is far more interesting than whatever you're doing. Okay. And Mar would like to run a somewhat deeper scan than they are letting on. All right. Uh, so that'll be reason or control. I think control probably. If you want to go to nice deep scan, I think control is probably the better way to go. And medicine. Um, okay. Um, you have one momentum. There is a way to do this with secondary characters and use the sheets, all the automated sheets. I couldn't tell you for the life of me right now how to do it. Um, so it's something I'm going to look at and figure out later. Um, but again, you can just grab the two dice and, or however many dice you need and, and, yep. and throw them. Okay. Uh, there's an eight and an 18. So one success. One success. Um, okay. Uh, I should have said the difficulty was two. If you want to spend that momentum, I will go ahead and allow it because I did not. That is, my, that, is that is on me for not telling you the difficulty ahead of time. Uh, what do y'all think? Or you could buy momentum with threat. Let's buy momentum with threat. Why not? Okay. Well, just want one. Yeah. Okay. So go ahead and roll another die. Okay. Seven. What's that? No, so, no luck. 17. No luck. Okay. Um, so you scan nice and, and you get a good, uh, a good scan. It comes back um, as though the, the first minister is in pretty good health. He's got a, light, uh, a low white cell count, but for the most part, he's in very good condition. A, light, uh, a low white cell count would be contraindicated for uh, an illness of some kind. Most illnesses. Okay. Um, then Mar will give him a fake injection and 
tell him that he is in excellent health and just needs a little rest. And thank you for cooperating. He smiles and, and uh, looks at you. I'm glad to hear it. I, I almost hope you'd found something. <laughs> Sir, if you have concerns um, and you're here, we can run a more thorough check. I think I've just been overworked and underslept. Understood, sir. If you have any concerns whatsoever, please do call either me personally or Station Medical at any time. Thank you. And he, uh, he heads out of the sickbay. Uh, Ambrose, uh, what were you doing? Uh, since Mar took, uh, took behind Edan, were you going to follow, uh, introduce yourself to uh, Wadin? Uh, yes. Uh, two questions, sure. actually. Uh, first, the scene's probably progressed beyond this, but we at the airlock, back. did we do all the normal Dominion-era security checks, like blood draws and scans and uh, all that? Are we certain these people aren't shapeshifters? You're reasonably certain that DS9 sensors are in place, and there weren't, like, any hand cuttings or, you know, blood drippings on the deck kind of Klingon-style stuff, but... <clears throat> Uh, DS9, as I recall, in the later seasons, had the uh, the sensors in the airlocks and all that to, to okay. detect most of that stuff. So okay. Okay. you are reasonably secure, certain that security has taken the necessary precautions that these are not, excuse me, not changelings. Uh, and Wadeen is, of course, Bajoran, right? Correct. Yeah, I just didn't you, do the makeup. So. You, uh, you, you do have her listed as second minister, Asram Wadeen. So should we not be calling her Asram? Oh, Second you're correct. Yep, you're right. That is uh, okay. that is also on me. <clears throat> uh, okay. And remind me again who is part of this delegation. Is there an official uh, Starfleet person here, or am I that person? Uh, there is the first officer of the station uh, is there, but they have essentially just done their greetings and have gone on their way. Um, so there, you are the only Starfleet delegate left. Um, something about. Uh, um, the the first officer before they left had mumbled something about the the chief of security for the station had left this gentleman in charge um pointing to you so. okay yeah i would i would use that opportunity to uh walk up very formally uh one arm behind my back the other extended in a very uh you know diplomatic fashion uh second minister asram it's an honor to have you and shakar back on ds9 i Take it your trip was comfortable. She kind of gives a, a forced fake smile and, and reaches out to you, shake your hand. Commander, um, our trip was uneventful, but thank you. Uh, it's Sometimes to... uneventful is a blessing. Yes. Yes, and Bajor could use all the blessings it could get. Shall we walk? As you... As we start of doing course. A, as we start, yeah, as we start doing a uh, uh, Aaron Sorkin down the hallway. Um, well, I simply wanted to extend the fullest Starfleet hospitality to you, well, to you and Shakar while you are here. He's in excellent hands with Doctor Mar. I've served with them for quite a while now. Uh, fantastic physician. Uh, now that you are here, could I show you to your quarters? Would you like to stop by the promenade? How can I help make this a comfortable transition? I, uh, 
haven't been aboard DS9 in a long time. I wouldn't mind making a trip by the promenade to see the wormhole. I assume a ship will be going by sometime soon. The uh, Celestial Palace, if I'm not mistaken, it is truly a sight to behold. It's not often to hear one of you are kind call it that. I'll try to be as open as I can. Well, it's appreciated, Commander. There's been some... Well, obviously, with the recent history, tensions are still high on all sides. I think it's important for us all to remember that we are friends here. Well, Bajor is going through a strange transition. With the emissary gone and the orb of memory found and... Colonel Nerese's, uh, Colonel Kira's uh, release of the prophecies of Ola. Uh, I don't know how to pronounce that either. It's in, anyway. Um, <laughs> I didn't write that. That's from one of the books, actually. Um, Ohalo's prophecies uh, reaching the comnet. There has been a great deal of strife. Um, the Vedic Assembly. I, I I don't mean to bore you, Commander. I'm sorry. Um, while I am forced to claim ignorance on most of this, I am open to being educated. Well, suffice it to say, Commander, there is a great deal of turmoil on Bajor, and the political atmosphere is fluid. Three, well, month, three months ago when Shakar left for... Or well, five months ago when Shakar left for... His tour of the Federation, there was no doubt in anyone's mind that uh, Bajor would be joining the Federation, and now, uh, who knows? I am sorry the situation has become so muddled, and I do hope that Starfleet can find a way to prove itself to you and your people once again. Yes, well, Starfleet has always been very good at proving the things that we wanted to see. What is your position aboard the station here, Commander? Currently, I am uh, simply on detachment, awaiting my next assignment. I am not here under any official capacity. It, however, is important to me as somebody who has stood by Bajor, who has had a personal stake in the previous conflict. When you, it's when important you say, to me. When you say personal we, stake, she, uh, she raises a, a little bit of an eyebrow and her face sort of softens a little bit. It is important to you. What... what what, uh, what do you mean by personal investment? Hmm. Did, did you serve uh, on the I, front line? I did, uh, for some time. And then I served behind the front line, the wrong side behind the front line. You catch my drift. 
And I sort of tug at my collar where I assume there's a very faint scar from where a good quarter of my body had to be replaced. She, um, when you first say it, she has a confused look. And then when you pull the collar back, she, uh, she gets a, a, a side of, uh, a face of, uh, an expression of recognition. Um, and then, uh, she kind of softens a bit and I'm sorry, commander. That's, that's terrible. It's, uh, it's the cost that must be paid. And many others had to pay an even higher price than myself. I simply don't want Bajor or the Federation to pay an even higher cost, which would be division between our people. We have worked very hard for this. The, uh, out the wind, out the, the portal to the, uh, promenade area out looking into space, the, uh, the bright lights flash and the swirling blues and reds, uh, appear as the, Celestial temple or wormhole opens. She stops and looks at it and um, marvels for a moment. After after it closes, she looks back. That's a sight that never uh, never grows old for me, Commander. I understand that you are hoping for more between the Federation and Bajor and. We can only hope that our two people can find some kind of agreement. But you must understand that Bajor has suffered so much at the hands of so many for so long. Allowing ourselves to fall back into the yoke of another power. And allowing that she gestures to the to the wormhole to be taken from us it's a lot to ask well there are admittedly better people than i for that discussion but few of those who i will be discussing with have given up as much as you have it has been a long time since i've been a diplomat I, su- I suppose the subtlety has been drummed out of me then be unsubtle tell me your thoughts do you think that the federation is the right choice for Bajor at this time I think that friendship with the Federation is the right choice for Bajor at this time. Whether that means becoming a member of the Federation of Planets, that's, uh, that's a whole other, much more involved discussion. But at the very least, we must not allow ourselves to become fractured. I fear, and I hope I am not too bold here, that your people have suffered much in the past centuries. You have grown accustomed to oppression and subversion, falsities. I just hope 
that you are not now jumping at shadows cast by the torch of peace. She smiles and looks down at at, uh, her hands for a second and then looks back up. We're very similar people, Commander. And uh, You honor me. She gestures to keep walking on. Um, That's a good place to, I think, to end that scene, unless you have more you want to do there. No, that's that's fine. I, I think eventually, once we do the loop, I would I would also maybe not insist, but strongly recommend that she too visit Sick Bay and Doctor Moore for the same uh, Rigelian bird flu that has been going around. Okay, we'll jump back to that scene shortly. Uh, let's cut away to, um, what is uh, let's check in on Isabeth. Is Isabeth? Sorry. Why is Beth? Is Beth? Yes, Beth. Is Beth? Uh, and uh, Fiona and see if they're if either of those guys are doing anything on DS9. You guys have anything you want to do on DS9 while you're still? Uh, you have seen a lot of the the activity that's been going on with Shakar arriving uh, and the two Starfleet officers, um, the uh, the Doctor Mar uh, Vulcan, correct? Yep. Yes, Vulcan and um, Commander Ambrose involving themselves with with the the delegation um which is not necessarily totally unusual but the two of you probably know who they are or at least who the mm. commander is it might strike up a little bit of infer- a little bit of curiosity in either of you senior chief petty officer mar sorry he is not an officer do you know what's going on with uh with all this, I thought uh, I thought our mission didn't start until we got aboard the Europa. Yeah, me too. Um, I know there's a lot at stake with Shakar. Um, perhaps the station security simply asked for a little extra assistance to make sure that nothing happened to him while he was aboard. I suppose. I, uh, there's been a lot of scuffles. I've uh, been very careful to avoid those. Yeah. Um, I've been trying to make a point to stay out of uniform when I'm not officially on Starfleet business. It seems to go better for me that way. That's smart. I'm going to have to start doing that. At least... uh, hopefully the Europa will get here soon and I don't know we we can get to work and get out of whatever this is on the one hand it'll be it'll be nice to have a more relaxing environment I do enjoy a challenge but this has been a lot of stress for a lot of time Oh, I'm sorry. That's that's rough. Well, I mean, it comes with the territory. It's tensions are high. No one really knows what's going on. It seems more and more the Bajorans just don't want us here. And I don't know. Well, I wish they could boss- see that. Really, we would be a huge benefit for them. I suppose so. I don't know. My philosophy on this kind of thing is 
step back and let uh, let things pass, you know? Sure. I mean, there's really nothing that you or I could do about it. Ain't that the truth. I, I would, out of character, I would love to get dragged into this. <laughs> uh, Soon enough. Yeah. Um, be careful what you wish for. Be careful what you wish for. <laughs> um, we will jump back really quick to uh, um, Second Minister uh, Asairim, uh coming in to talk to, or contacting, I should say, uh, Senior Chief Petty Officer Marr. Dr. Marr, uh, this is Second Minister Asrim. Minister, um, are, are, you, are you feeling well? I am feeling quite well, but um, Commander Ambrose suggested that I uh, find an inoculation for Rigelian bird flu. I, I had not heard there was that going around on the ship station, but... There is some risk. Uh, if you will come down to the med bay, we will we can take care of this in just a moment. It will not be much of an interference for you. Excellent. I will meet you there shortly. She, uh, uh, you, uh, you arrive at sick bay a little before uh, Marda uh, before uh, the second minister does. Um, again, you're questioned from the doctors there, but they just you know whatever go go about your business. Um, and then uh, the second minister arrives, and uh, she, uh, you, uh, you must be Dr. Marr. I am. I am second minister. Please come in. This will not take long. I hope so. Um, did you speak with uh, First Minister Shakar? I did. Um, he is tired but he is in he is in adequate health I, i'm i can reassure you on that score give me insight and command Ooh. okay uh that's a 10 11 and a 15 so two fails yeah okay um there's a look that goes across her face but you don't really read it very well it it may be um disappointment it may be um, a concern, or it may just be uh, boredom. It's it's really hard to say. Um, but you begin your scan. Let's see. Give me another. Let's go with control and medicine, uh, and then we can use. You can use. Uh, I don't think anything else applies. I don't think composure really yeah. applies to this. So. Uh, okay. That's a 14. While the, uh, scheme, while the scheme's going or after it, I've got a great idea to enter the scene, uh, if, if that's okay with you, John. Absolutely. Did you, did you want to jump in in sickbay, or did you want to jump in somewhere else? Yeah, in okay. sickbay. Okay, sure. Uh, one success, three and an 18. Okay. Um, as you're going through your findings, um, we can you can jump in, Brian. I've heard there's a case of bird flu. Is there a vaccine? <laughs> uh, indeed, there is, Ensign, and, and it, it is precautionary at this point. Please come in. I will be with you in a moment. Okay. okay. She'll go and hop onto the bed and uh, sit on it, uh, waiting for her turn. 
and Mar is thrilled to have some backup for their story here. So that's great. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah. No, I don't need those. Um, your scan comes back and, uh, she, uh, let's see, you had one success, correct? Yeah. Um, she appears to be in fairly good health. Uh, some high cholesterol and, you know, she could probably eat better. Um, but there's no signs of abnormality. She definitely comes back as a Bajoran. Um, there's no additional, like, white count off or any of that kind of stuff. So everything appears to be pretty fine with her. Um, and it actually appears to match the records that uh, that are in the system. Okay. Uh, Minister, I, I can report that you are in very good health. I will administer an inoculation merely as a precautionary measure, but you are doing quite well. If I may be so bold, I will send some dietary tips along to your pad, but generally you are in quite good health, particularly for someone of your position. And we'll administer the fake hypospray. She, uh, she takes the hypospray and, and, you know, she takes it like a champ because there's nothing to it, really. <laughs> but uh, she steps down or sits down off of the the, uh, the bio bed um, and looks at you and starts to kind of, she kind of smiles a little bit and, then, and begins to walk out. And as she reaches the door, she turns back and looks at you and... Um, the trill. How do you pronounce that last name? Chierka. Uh, uh, Chierka. Okay, so it's in Chierka. Um, and she kind of looks and and. Uh, are you certain you did not discover any illnesses with Shakar? He has been so worn out of late. He expressed additional concerns about his health, and I strongly suggested that he remain for full scans, but uh, he demurred and said that he sought rest. I did recommend that he contact me or uh, Station Medical at any point should he have any concerns, but he, he did express some doubt about the status of his health. Well, thank you, Doctor. It's always good to keep up on the First Minister's health. He doesn't tell me much. It has been my experience that commanders rarely do. Mm. Um, should you notice anything of concern, please contact me. It will be it will be discreet, and I will do what I can. I have worked with persons who are determined to put up a good front in the past mm. she kind of smiles out of, out of the, the left side of her face in a little bit i see well thank you doctor if i if i see anything i will let you know i will tell you i will tell commander ambrose that you were uh, quite thorough and they'll just bow slightly and turn back to the nervous sense. Yeah. And uh, with that, uh, the second minister leaves. Uh, could I could I interject something uh, sort of sort of in the middle? Sure. Uh, shouldn't have to recon anything here, uh, but 
uh, I was wondering if there was if there was already any sort of, uh, you know, ambassadorial sort of dinner thing set up or if not, uh, I think that would be a uh, a prudent measure of Federation hospitality to host a small get together with station senior staff, uh, perhaps myself and the, the two ministers. Sure. Uh, absolutely doable. There wasn't anything planned originally, uh, mm-hmm. as the Federation's uh, negotiators are not currently aboard DS9. Um, they will be arriving later, uh, not today, but the next day. Mm-hmm. Um, the uh, Shakar and Aserim wanted to get aboard early to be able to make sure they got a chance to go to the temple, all that kind of stuff. But um, So absolutely, you can, you can totally do that. Did you want to come in on that scene to invite her before she leaves? Or just kind of send the message out to their to their. their I think this is something. Yeah, I think this is something that would that would take some time to set up if it yes. wasn't since it wasn't already planned. Right. Okay. Sure. Totally can do that. I think having uh, some lowered officers might make it a little less suspicious. I don't disagree. <laughs> <laughs> but we're still in the medical bay, which gives a chance for the uh, the. Um, ensign and the doctor to have a, a moment of uh, revelation if they need one i can't afford to get sick right now i mean starting in a new job and if uh, starting in a new job what kind of impression would i make if i get Rajelian bird flu on my first day welcome to starfleet ensign we will ensure that that does not take place oh thank you and Mar will do a scan just to be sure. Um, and make sure that the ensign is up on all their proper medical stuff prior to that they should have in place. Sure. I'm, I'm unjoined, if that makes a difference. I don't know if it does for your scans. Uh, is this something we would certainly discover quickly, ensign? Well... I don't know about how quickly we managed to hide it for uh, 150 years, but I get what you mean. I get what you mean. We and I in particular are used to do, dealing with Trill, both joined and unjoined. You are, you are in safe and familiar hands. So, may I ask, what, what is your station going to be? Are you going to be serving on a vessel or here on Deep Space Nine? Uh, the Europa, in fact. Uh, She's coming to pick, uh, pick me up. Then we will be shipmates. Oh, you too? Oh, it's nice to meet you. I'm Yesbeth, uh, Yesbeth Jerica. I am Mar. Nice to meet you. Uh, so I heard some other people were getting picked up. It's, it's, uh, it's nice to meet you. Have, have you been on the ship yet? Is it big? I, I was really hoping I wouldn't get... Uh, transferred to one of those big galaxy classes because those seem like they'd be uh, hard to get around. Ensign, I believe it is standard to review one's briefing packet before going aboard. I would suggest that you do that. Look, I I read all about the sensors, but they don't say anything about the hallways is the thing. Are you, (laughs) do you prefer or prefer to avoid confined spaces? Uh, I prefer to avoid long walks. I see. 
then you will rest assured, and you may be doing quite a bit of rest. It is a smaller vessel. Oh, that's that's good. I, I have you looked at the specs of uh, those new Luna classes? They've got some. They've got some excellent sensors. I'm very excited to getting in there and messing around with them. The technology across the ship seems quite intriguing. Yeah. Uh, is this your first? I, I think from what you, from how you've been talking, it sounds like this is in your first rodeo. No, I served through much of the Dominion War along with our future first officer, Commander Ambrose. Oh, wait. The first officer is here. He is. I Not I, in the medical bay, as you may have gathered. No, I, I, I got that. <laughs> I didn't know he was on the station. I probably should have said something. Should, should I have gone and said hi? You have not reported aboard yet, Denson. There is no need to do so. Okay, good. Because I want to make a good first impression. And I don't want to look like I'm avoiding him. It is a large station, and Commander Ambrose is rather busy at the moment. There will be no issue with you not greeting him prior to boarding the ship. Okay. Uh, phew. Oh, sorry if I'm a mess. I just... I... I've never been off the world before. This is my first time off trail. You have certainly been exposed to an interesting environment here on Deep Space Nine. It will likely be calmer aboard the Europa. That's that's a relief. At which point, well, in, nice. at which point in the hallway, you can hear what sounds like a huge ruckus. There is a, a lot of commotion coming from the corridor in the promenade area. Oh, oh no! Uh, we, I, I think Gizbeth, against her better judgment, is going to go check that out. Mars already out the door, and he. They were about to turn and say, "Just stay here, Ensign." But if they're if she's coming, she's coming. She's coming. She outranks you anyway. <laughs> um, when you get out into the corridor, uh, there is um, there is a large gathering of individuals, um, mostly Bajoran. Uh, they're they're protesting. They're clearly protesting as they're they're chanting um, that they want Starfleet gone. Um, it's it's in Bajoran, so it doesn't rhyme real well. Because I didn't write it down. <laughs> um, uh, somebody, Mar will calm Ambrose immediately. Okay. Um, go ahead. So Ambrose uh, is on calm then. Commander Doctor Mar, there is a protest on the promenade. It seems peaceful, but it is rather loud. It may be of some, maybe worth attending to. I was actually coming to see you to discuss uh, our business. I'll be right there. Uh, and I will my way there. Uh, Yesbeth is going to go up to one of the protesters and say, "Hey, what's all this? Why are you? Why are you want the? Why do you want the Federation gone?" The protester like grabs you by the shoulders and kind of like firmly shakes you a little bit. And, Oh, geez, come on. Um, and Mar is right there in their face. Right. 
This is uh, the Avatar of Peace, Balhalla, and then kind of pushes her back, but uh, Mar catches uh, Isabeth quickly. Avatar of Peace, my spots. Uh, the uh, behind the give me a anybody on the promenade which includes Ambrose if you want to get there and if Fiona is in the immediate area that would also be okay, okay. Um, anybody that wants to or uh, can anyone that wants to can be involved in the role but one person is going to make the role uh, give me an insight and security role whoever wants to do that and I would one one person can assist if they want I'll assist. I, 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 I have a pretty good insight. Sure. Mara's not great at either of those things. Nope. <laughs> I got a pretty good security, but my insight is kind of crap. Insight and security and combine, that's a 14 for me. So yeah, we'll probably do that. Best. Yeah. Let's, uh, yeah, okay. go ahead. I was yeah. going to say, let's, uh, let's have the, the commander make the main, pro- the primary role, and Elizabeth can make the secondary role. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, what is what is the difficulty and complication range? Difficulty is two complication range is standard, so twenty. Okay. Uh, and and remind me how uh, how assisting works. In so this. the way an assist will work is the your person assisting you will roll a single die using their stats, um, and then if they succeed, if you succeed, then and they succeed, then their success applies to yours. If you fail and they succeed. It's still a failure because their success doesn't doesn't apply. So they, their okay. their their assist only helps if you if you succeed. So well, okay, I for one. So okay. Uh, let me uh, let me ask. You do have one momentum. Okay. Uh, well, I do also have the talent bold uh, security uh, in which I can purchase an extra D20 with threat. Sure. Uh, so I think I would like to do that because I always enjoy giving threat. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Um, so I will, I will be particularly bold uh, about this. Uh, I assume it hasn't been too terribly long since um, the second minister left this area uh so i would sort of be rushing uh down to this area uh see all of this and basically just start pushing my way through uh through the crowd kind of getting a a lay of the land uh so i'll give you that threat and i will roll 3d20 okay so you just where it says the roll d20s yep exactly Mm -hmm. and then i press this blue button yep and there you go uh, so you have a skill of 14, a focus of one, and a success of two, which is plenty. Uh, you All will right. have you will gain a momentum for that, or you can use it on this, this action if you want. But what you see is uh, behind the, the Bajoran that pushed uh, the Starfleet officer a moment ago. Did we get the assist roll first? Uh, oh, you got I- the assist as well. Uh, sorry, the assist was a one, right? Yeah, I succeeded oh, by one. Didn't see that on our side. Sorry. Yeah, no, that's I gotta I gotta figure out how to make that work so you guys can roll for your secondary characters too. Um, that's two momentum. So you have two momentum. Cool. I will put by that the way, here. I just checked the rule book. It's if as long as he gets one success, the assistant. Yeah. Works. Yes. So sorry. Sorry. Yeah, that's what I meant. Um, yeah. Yeah. 
You, if you get zero successes, the assist doesn't help. So, right. Um, oh, good lord! What on earth is that? Hmm? You guys we don't hear that? We we apparently have a viewer. We need to play it cool. Oh, so hello, viewer. That is a sound I'm going to have to turn way <laughs> down because that was very distracting. <laughs> hello, Daniel Boone. Uh, I got gotcha. you. All right. Yeah, you were the only one to hear that because. Oh yeah, it was yeah, I heard very distracting. I'm going to have to turn that way down. <laughs> um, uh, it scared the crap out of me. Um, all right, so you have uh, that is two, three successes. So you have two momentum. And um, what you see is behind the the Bajoran that pushed uh, the ensign that's down below you i'm assuming you're on the the catwalk area um uh, uh the bajoran behind them is pulling out a phaser for certain um hard to say where it's going to be aimed at but they are definitely pulling out a phaser uh so i so i'm on the catwalk right correct uh yeah so because uh, particularly because i use the talon bold i'm going to be extra bold on this if somebody pulls a phaser i'm jumping off the catwalk onto that person <laughs> Okay. Um, Especially seeing that somebody pushed a Starfleet ensign, I am like full on warping my way over <laughs> the railing of that. Of uh, well, yeah, parkour. Um, all right. <laughs> so uh, that I'm gonna. I don't know what it would normally be, but we're gonna say that's daring and security. All right. It's uh, it's what I do. I would also think hand hand combat would work for that. Okay. So that's a uh, that's a focus. Cool. Uh, difficulty complication. Uh, difficulty is going to be three, and I'm going to actually spend a threat to make it four, so you don't break and you know fall and break your foot. Right, right. Um, but because it's coming from the elevated platform, and I think normal hand to hand difficulty is two. Um, oh no, it's one. So I'll spend two threats to make it three. Um, so yeah, coming from height and everything else, that's plus one. Yeah, so we'll say it's difficulty a four um, to total in total. One for the hand to hand, one for the height, uh, and two for the threat that I spent. Okay, and if I roll underneath by using a focus, if I roll underneath my discipline, it counts as two, right? Correct. Right. Okay. So I think because difficulty is four, I should probably spend a momentum on this. <laughs> sure. Mm -hmm. All right, so I'll, I'll spend the momentum there. Okay. And uh, we'll see if I break my legs doing this. You do have to manually change that number, unfortunately. Um, in the new version, I suspect that will do it automatically, but in this version, it does not. Come on, big money. Four Ooh. successes. Look at that. Nice. Just barely. <laughs> <laughs> just, just barely is just enough. Um, so the lot of you are watching, uh, Isabeth, you get pushed back a little bit, and uh, suddenly the flying redheaded commander uh, is, is leaping from the... Uh, overhead um, catwalk onto what you are only just as he's coming down uh, you see a phaser blast go off past the commander uh, and hits harmlessly off of something that probably shouldn't be shot in space um, but the, the commander crumples the man to the ground and uh, security is beginning to rush in but you can all act if you wish to uh, whoever wishes to act next because the, the, the victim in this case which would be the NPC who could go uh, their act was to fire and miss because that was awesome. So if someone else would like to act, you can. Mar is definitely going to just maneuver the ensign completely out of 
out of the area of combat trouble stuff. Okay. Mills will be running down the platform toward the um, toward the hubbub. Okay. Uh, as you guys are doing that, one of the one of the uh, Bajorans grabs the commander by the back of the shoulders and tries to lift him off, but um, uh, fourteen and a six um, uh, grabs you, uh, grabs the commander Ambrose by his shoulders and goes to pull him off, but uh, Ambrose shrugs his shoulder and, and pushes him off, and the guy is tackled by one of the other station security officers who are now intervening. Uh, Ambrose, you can act again if you wish. Okay, okay. So painting the mental picture, we're near the center of this whole commotion, right? Yeah. There's a whole bunch of angry protesters there around. Are, yeah, there are a bunch of angry protesters. You're kind of on one of the edges of it, but okay. uh, yeah, there's it's doesn't take long to get surrounded by them. Um, security for station security is getting involved. Um, they're breaking things up fairly quickly. Even Bajoran security is getting involved, um, but there is still a lot of commotion happening at the moment, and uh, mm-hmm. More than one phaser has been has been discharged in the uh, in the passing moment. Okay, there's okay. More than one phaser. Uh, can I can I realize just in in quick glance are these normal Bajoran phasers or are they Starfleet phasers? They're Bajoran phasers. Okay, um, and a couple of Cardassian phasers, but mostly Bajoran phasers. Okay. Uh, because apparently you can tell by the sound and the color, uh, were they set on stun? Uh, not all of them were, but most were. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, I, I'm, this is, this is my area. Uh, so my top priority is getting this phaser off of this guy and shooting whoever is not using stun settings. (laughs) Okay. Um, so because of this is a, a slightly different version of the rules than we would normally use, um, I want to make sure we go over this. We're going to do a grappling contest. Um, okay. So the way it basically works is uh, in order to grapple, hold, tackle, or otherwise restrain a foe, or in this case disarm them, you will roll fitness and security, and you must get more successes than your opponent, Which so this becomes a contested action. Um, I am going to roll two dice. Uh, does my hand-to-hand focus come in again? It does. Um, so your difficulty to beat is going to be one, which is not great for them. <laughs> uh, the complication range, I'm going to spend a threat and raise the complication range by one, because you're trying to wrestle a phaser out of their hand, you could get shot. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Would there have been enough time for Mar to get back in the fight and assist? Uh, on your action, you'll be able to do something, yes. Because it's only okay. one It's only one movement range, so yeah. Uh... Okay, yeah, I'll, I'm, I'm just going to roll and see how this goes. Sure. Two successes. Two successes. Uh, so you succeed by one. Um, you can choose to damage the opponent. In this case, you probably weren't going to damage him. You were trying to take the, the phaser. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hold him in place or grapple the combatant. Uh, if the grapple combatant wins, they would escape. They did not. So um, you managed to, uh, to, 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 to rest the phaser from their hands uh and with that extra momentum you can do um i don't think i gave you guys the sheet that i normally use i mean i don't have it up for me either but um i will make sure to get that to you but i have a sheet that that has a it's a combat sheet that has ways of talking about what additional things you can do um i'm getting so many messages now oh that was okay um 
But if you want to spend that additional momentum, there are things you can do with that, um, or you can just save it. Um, uh, I have a cheat sheet handy, if I, so I could read them off if if you go over the rules. Yeah, if you'd like to go over them real quick, yeah, that's fine. Uh, additional damage, uh, disarm, keep which, the initiative, but we're not in initiative. Reroll, avoid an injury, or do a second task at plus one difficulty. So disarm was one of those. So we'll just use it for yeah. that, I guess, because yeah. that would apply. Uh, All right. Okay. I got my sheet open now, so now I can look next time it's necessary. Okay, so so if I'm using the m- momentum to disarm, what was the standard effect of that roll? Um, you would have held them. You, you've basically kept them pinned to the ground as well. Okay, so I have them. I have them pinned. There, I have them dealt with, and Correct. I took his weapon. Okay. Correct. Uh, would you call this the first round of any combat? Um. I would have counted you jumping off the thing as the first round of combat. Uh, do you okay. have the... I do love uh, quick action. Okay. Um, but I just didn't know where we were uh, initiative-wise. Right. But if we're past it, we're past it. That's fine, too. Um, I'm actually... I have no problem with, you, we, with us using it because we, we sped through the first round uh, in mostly narrative. So um, that requires no spend of momentum in order to maintain... Uh, momentum in order to maintain initiative, correct? Uh, yeah, cor- correct. Uh, it's it's just simply during the first round of any combat, you and your allies may ignore the normal cost to retain the initiative. Right. Um, I will go ahead and allow it this time. This is a one-time thing. Um, but go ahead and do it. So, uh, if anyone else would like to go, the maintaining initiative means that anyone on your team can go before the enemy does. So, if Mar would like to go now, or if. Yeah. Does Mar see anybody else within range with a weapon? Yes. Uh, there is another Bajoran who is leveling a phaser at one of the Starfleet security individuals who is wrestling with another Bajoran. Okay. Mar is definitely going to melee attack. Okay. So, melee attacks. Uh, again, this is a slightly different version of the rules. Uh, the hand-to-hand combat, the attacker would roll... Um, Hang on. I want to make sure that it's because that would that didn't change. So I want to make sure that I'm doing the right role there. Daring security opposed. Uh, daring security opposed. Correct. Okay. Uh, and I, saying that, I just dropped their daring security. It is uh, twelve. Okay. All right. And they have a focus in small group tactics and have worked with the commander before. Uh, sure. I take that. Okay. And your difficulty is going to be one because they only rolled a one. Okay. And their difficulty be technically higher because they're not facing. So. 16 and a one. So you have, uh, I assume the 16 does not succeed. 16 does not succeed. But the one is counted as two. Yeah. So you have beaten them. You have succeeded. Yeah. Um, you have meleeed with them and you have gained an additional momentum to do so. Um, what would you like to do? You can first of all you can roll damage if you like, um, which is harder to do in this version. So that's five d six, right? Um, Uh, If you if you drop the dice on the where the all the text chat stuff is going on, it should roll them for it should roll them and show them. Ah, okay. Yes, just like that. There we go. Awesome. So a one is worth one a five is worth one a two is worth two so you're at four five six seven 
holy crap. And that's two effects. So you could knock them down because that's the only thing I think that hand-to-hand does. Yeah. Um, but it doesn't much matter because seven is going to pretty much knock them unconscious. Yeah. Mars yeah. used to dealing with Kardashians. Mars does not fuck around. <laughs> <laughs> um, the sheet that Kevlin just posted in the Europa chat on Discord, that is the sheet that I use. Okay. So anybody that wants to have I'll that. put this in the resources section of the Europa um, Ooh, that's nice. page so it doesn't get lost in the chat, too. Right. Awesome. I mean, that's a good one. All right, so you have knocked the uh, poor combatant to the ground. You do, well, you've knocked them unconscious because you've done seven damage and they don't have any way to stop that. Um, You do still have one momentum in case you want to do something else with it. Not much I think you can do with one, so you might want to save it. Uh, Yeah, just save it. Okay. Um, That is two turns. Now it is uh, one of their turns. The one who is wrestling with uh, the the, the commander is going to try to shove you off uh, and possibly wrest the phaser back away from you. Probably not going to succeed in that, but they're going to try. And I'm actually going to spend one threat to see if they can uh, spend an extra die. So what you're going to do is you're going to roll fitness and security. Um, Your hand-to-hand does apply. And the complication range is the same, so. Okay. One success. Not great. Uh, well, they also only got one success. Um, so, they go to push you off of them, and they, they what they manage to do is they don't they can't wrest the, the, the phaser from you. He goes to grab for it, um, but instead she kind of shifts and begins to <coughs> shimmy out from underneath you. Um, but doesn't get very far. You still have the phaser in your hand, and you're still in basically control, but the person is no longer pinned beneath you. Um, back to the party uh, side of things, and... Um, I had a thing. Yes. Uh, I would like to... So uh, after I've been ushered away, uh, I'm going to ignore the idea of staying in the cover, and I'm going to rush over to one of the security terminals and try and activate the station uh, security force fields. Okay. Um, you're trying to, I assume, trying to keep more people from getting involved in this, or, or you think yeah, it's- Yeah, try to keep the crowds, you know, break the crowd apart, right. you know, so that way it's not one big mass of people. Right. Um, yeah. Control plus engineering. Yeah, I'll take that. There you go. Oh, I see. Oh, boy. Okay what to do with that um so the force fields do go up um but in the process uh apparently you weren't entirely certain where the emitters picked up and so you are sh- you are hit with but with one of the emitters directly on you um let's say we're gonna say four damage for that um let's see four two three four Four damage, so actually take four stress. Um, okay. Just to mark it, however you want to mark it, doesn't matter. Um, but you're still conscious. You are badly burned. Uh, uh, I'm going to add an uh, a complication to yourself of your hands being burned, um, and so you can't. Any anything you want to do with them going forward, anything you want to do that's requires find manual dexterity is going to be a difficulty higher. Mechanically speaking, why am I taking a complication? Because I didn't take an injury. 
That's true. Uh, I was using one to take do the damage, and the other because you rolled two twenties there. And introduce the complication. Okay. Introduce the complication. All right. Yep. Yep. Makes sense now. Um. So, uh, that is two. Yeah, that's my two. The complication and the complication from hitting your taking the damage is the complication from bringing up the the the, the security field. The other complication is the additional thing. Um, fairly easy to solve, and you can use uh, what I think momentum go, un- overcomes those. I have to remember how those would be overcome, but yes. Um, uh, it's I mean whatever whatever ways is normal to overcome a complication in a scene. It's a scene complication for you. I need medical help, I believe, uh, but that's fine. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'll have to read how that works again. Um, experimenting, you know, trying it out. Um, I'll double check it while you're doing your thing. Yeah, that's fine. Um, all right. So with that, we go back to the NPCs, uh, which they're not going to target the players in this turn. They're going to just kind of fight amongst the uh, security staff and whatnot, uh, which would give Mills a chance to act if she wants to. Okay. Um, so I will engage, um, having seen that there are phasers in play um if there's one with a phaser nearest to me i will i would try to engage that one and get the phaser away or get them incapacitated okay and your difficulty is essentially going to be zero you have one one success the 19 does not count as a complication oh good because the range is only 20 fantastic um so you have one success uh which means you do succeed uh and and it counts the momentum because their difficulty was zero because I failed both mm-hmm. my rolls, which means you can manage to uh, spend that if you wanted to disarm them. Yeah, let's do that. Okay. So you are now phasered and uh, the commander is now phasery. And um, yes, Mar has knocked someone unconscious and the, com- uh, <clears throat> the, the ensign has suffered some temporary burns. Yeah. Okay. Would you say that's non-lethal since... Uh, yeah, totally non-lethal. non-lethal security system. Yep, non-lethal. All right. It affects me until the end of the scene, at least. Yes, so. yeah. Uh, or until some way you can overcome the complication using whatever means you can overcome complications normally. Uh, I can spend a determination, but I don't have a determination, so. Right. Um, actually, you should, well, no, you're right, you're right, you don't, because you're a secondary character currently. Yep. Mar just looks over their shoulder and blinks once, which for anybody else would be like throwing up their hands and swearing. <laughs> Um, with the force fields up, though, the uh, the crowd is beginning to settle down a little bit. Uh, Commander, you do still have an action if you want. Uh, there, not everyone has settled down, and there are still some who have phasers. Um, what you see now, as the scene has progressed, is that um, no one with a, fa- a, la- a phaser on lethal has managed to shoot anyone. Mostly they've missed or uh, been taken down by other security or your, your team. Um... But there are some who who uh, who are still up who have fired with lethal, and uh, have not hit anyone. So, uh, yeah, that's definitely my priority: getting any of the the actually live dangerous weapons out of the picture. Right. Um, uh, I will. Okay. I will because you're firing into a crowd. Um, I will spend a moment a threat. To increase difficulty by one, so difficulty will be three. Uh, I'm, I'm going to up the complication range by one instead. So Sorry. your complication range is now nineteen twenty. Difficulty okay. is two. 
difficulty two. Uh, do you think composure would help in this situation, keeping a cool head during a riot? Um. Or team dynamics working alongside the uh, security teams to prioritize best targets? I think team dynamics fits better. Mm -hmm. um, composure wouldn't necessarily be bad, but I think team dynamics fits better. Sure, sure. Okay. Uh, and... Okay, let me let me see. That is fifteen. That's 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 pretty good. Yeah, let let's see how it works out. I'm not gonna go too heavy first game on giving you all kinds of threat. <laughs> Four and a complication. Okay. So you have two successes. That hits. Um, I will. I will debate the complication for here for a second. Sure. Go ahead and roll damage. Okay. Uh, remind me how I do that. Um, in this case, because, well, you can actually use your main character if you'd like. Um, mm -hmm. It is the phaser type, which in this case is three damage plus your security. And mm -hmm. on your sheet, you can actually just change where it says eight um, to whatever the appropriate number is and then double click that eight where it says phaser type two. Okay, yeah, three damage plus my security, which is five for, for eight. So, so I would eight. just click so, this. Yep, just double click that. And it is five damage and two effects, um, which will stun the one, and you can use the two effects if you wish. Uh, I'm not sure what Bajoran phasers are, so we're just going to assume they're, um, they work just like Federation ones, I assume, for now. I, I don't think they're as powerful or as versatile, but on stun setting, they do the same thing. Right. Um, so you manage to stun him, and he goes down. Um, you have no additional momentum. I'm going to say that I'm just going to keep that moment, that complication as a threat, So because I got nothing. Um, however, with that uh, phaser going off, um, it appears that things are now... Uh, resigning to control um the chief of security for the station has has stepped in and and, and everyone is now kind of being arrested or taken into custody or uh, otherwise they're incapacitated um so the the combat has ended unless someone else has something they really really want to do like smash someone else's face i'm okay with that <laughs> i could could I or anyone else get any read on if there was a clear leader to this or if things just boiled over and it was a riot? Um, that's a good I question. Yesbeth has a little information about that. Right. Okay. Well, we'll say that at, right off because of the situation, the, you know, jumping off the building, mm -hmm. you know, jumping off the tower mm -hmm. and anything else, you didn't really get a good enough read. Right. So... Um, but Isabeth uh, uh, is, um, Yezabeth, sorry, is over, uh, uh, clutching her hands a little bit, uh, and security is wrapping things up if you guys wish to have additional conversations on that front. Once Mar has seen that, that all the weapons are out of play, uh, they'll head over and treat Yezabeth because they definitely picked up on that. Uh, I forgot to disable the the tampering protection programs. Oh, God, that's so stupid. You will not make that error again, Ensign. 
and your instincts were sound. Allow me, and they'll treat. No, they'll treat your hands. Okay. You um, ran to the fight. That is to be commended. Well, I don't know. Uh, it was still stupid of me to screw up. Uh, look, just don't tell. Don't do me a favor. Don't tell the XO what happened. Okay. You were injured in the line of duty. Yeah, I injured myself. That's, that's that, not noble. That uh, falls under doctor-patient confidentiality, Anson. You were injured in the line of duty, which I will mention. Um, and I do believe the commander will look favorably upon that. Thanks, Mark. Anytime. You will learn. All right. Um... Do we have anything else we want to do real quick? Uh, it is nine thirty, so we have, we have. I have spoiled my 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 ability to do the uh, the cliffhanger I wanted to do earlier because there's no way I'm going to get to it. <clears throat> um, I I do, I do want to make sure that the individual who pushed Yesbeth is taken into custody. Yes, absolutely, is taken into custody. Uh, yeah. Yep, he's wandered off and and is wandered off. He's wandered off with being escorted by a. Uh, <laughs> A security team. I was going to say, he's not wandering very far. <laughs> he wanders off and I shoot him. Uh, <laughs> um, no, he, he is, uh, it is clearing up in there and, and obviously the chief of security will want statements between sessions. Um, but if you guys have anything else you want to do uh, amongst the party here uh, or contacting the captain or anything else you guys want to do, uh, any final, final episode scenes before we go into uh, our two-parter? Uh, I would I would definitely tap on my comm badge uh, and probably not call the ministers, but call, uh, you know, the head of security. I don't think I got his name earlier, um, but just check in and request that somebody get eyes on the two ministers gotcha. immediately. Um, it doesn't take long before you hear back from the, the Bajoran security teams that uh, were uh, that are assigned to them from the planet major um, that uh, both Shakar and the second minister are accounted for and currently uh, unharmed. Okay. Uh, are there Starfleet security officers, officers that can confirm that? <laughs> there are. Yes. Okay. I would like a small scene with Ambrose. Uh, sure. Yeah. Um, well, this, this isn't how I wanted to meet the XO, but uh, I'm yes, Beth, I'm uh, your new and I'm your new comms tech or your new sensor tech. Good to meet you, Ensign. She's uh, still clutching her hands. Uh, listen, you should know that the before I got knocked, before I uh, ran away, uh, one of them spoke about an avatar of peace. Uh, I don't know. I think I think that might be somebody they're answering to. An avatar of peace at an armed riot. It's uh, an interesting duality. Look, I didn't say he was very good at. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, listen, I sorry I screwed up with the security measures, but uh, well, I mean, never mind. Forget I said that. Um, and Mars, anyway. like I am a disciple of Kolinar. I do not face plant. Face bomb. <laughs> <laughs> Well, uh, uh, I don't know. If there's anything I can do to help, uh, you know, I'm, I'm at, let me know. 
How uh, how long have you been here on DS9? Uh, well, counting today. Today. <laughs> right. Well, for uh, your lack of familiarity with the station, you uh, acted in good conscience. Good work. I guess just keep your sensors open. That seems like a good place to wrap up the scene. Yep. Um, I had hoped we could be, I, I would be able to get this to a, a place where uh, I could do a, a better cliffhanger, but first time jitters, I guess. Mm-hmm.